Hello and welcome back to Two Vegan Idiots. Carl here. Julian here. How you doing? How is everyone? Are they all right? Are, you all right? Are, they, are they all right? I don't know why I asked you if they're all right. <laughs> <laughs> Have you checked on everyone, mate? I've checked on about 400. Yeah, I've got two to go. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think everyone's all right. There's a bit of a lull in there at the moment. A little think, lully yeah. vibe team going around. Yeah, yeah. We chatted to um, McCaffrey. We had a catch up with McCaffrey, which is on the Patreon. Um, patreon.com forward slash uh, two vegan idiots um, which yeah he felt the same he felt like this week this last week's been a bit of a you know Ru- routine helps a lot though like I, I I was feeling shit and then I just exercised and had a shower can change yeah, your yeah, vibe yeah, as well yeah, can't yeah. it just well just uh, yeah I've definitely this week like, I felt busy this week because I've had like baby shit to sort out and me and Hannah were doing NCT and make classes. babies all over town <laughs> time consuming that actually oh man it was um yeah sorting the house out yeah we did this NCT thing where we chatted to like we, we like did a zoom thing with other couples in the area who were expecting around the same time like babe station <laughs> baby but literally babies it was like speed dating was said, like, oh sorry I thought this was babe station mate honestly it was like, it actually everyone it was lucky everyone was nice but you know, it was like speed dating to make new friends. It was so, so weird. So were they all first-time parents? Yeah, everyone was first-time parents. There was only five couples, but it was um, everyone first-time parents, everyone within the same little area. So we're That's all talking. nice. You it was nice. You see park and stuff. Yeah, so, you know, there is that Going thing. for a hug during lockdown. <laughs> I'm trying to avoid everyone, isn't it? Because <laughs> I've said something bad on the WhatsApp group. Um. But yeah, it was. Uh, so we've just been doing that last. Post some days. big dick guy on the uh, on the baby <laughs> WhatsApp group by accident. <laughs> I almost, um, I jokingly said uh, something to Chris Martin on WhatsApp. I, he said, "Like, what's NCT like?" And I jokingly said, "Oh, you basically sit there trying to decide which couple you hate the most." And oh I, no! And for, I, I sent it, and then about ten seconds later, I was like, "Oh my god!" I went back and I, I thought I didn't send it to the wrong group. That would have been classic oh, faux pas. If you would have, it would have been just delete your phone. Let, let, delete. Surely, surely they would have laughed for about a second and thought, maybe it's us he means. Oh, God, yeah. But, you know, it's one of them things where that would have been... I, I, I just had a mild panic checked and I was all good. We met a couple, actually. This is weird. We met a couple on one. My first ever child, I was about 11. <laughs> <laughs> But we met, about 1963 <laughs> this is back in the during the war but um but we met a couple and our son of my first son's called robbie r-o-b-b-i-e and they changed like there's their loads name. of other robbie spellings <laughs> is it, oh yeah i suppose but yeah, it could like, be short like, for robert oh, oh i suppose yeah, yeah but his his is actually robbie yeah um but a couple changed their son's name to robbie what they like uh, changed uh, it to our son's name as well when he was already around yeah robbie yeah they were like little babies hanging out together that's fucking weird it's weird isn't it yeah at the time i thought it was weird you can't just change... i didn't mind i didn't care but like you can't just change someone's name just because you <laughs> oh i like your kid's name better <laughs> that's mad but anyway yeah so we'll talk more about it on the next episode like we record because um there's a lot yeah it was quite it was actually quite fun but there was did you like did you get some stuff from it loads man honestly it's gonna go straight out the window on day one but it was like two full school days we did from nine till four yesterday nine till four thirty today with like 
two tea breaks and a lunch break, which was 45 minutes. At the end, you should have just gone, I regret fucking getting a break from there. <laughs> should have worn a Johnny. This is our work teacher. <laughs> should have done it in her face like standard. <laughs> Um, yeah, an I, old school. <laughs> old school just on the on on the batty cheeks, <laughs> all over the tramp stamp, bro. <laughs> Get yourself cleaned up, love. <laughs> oh, a towel and be done with it. Back on with a footy. <laughs> oh God. Um, Sorry. No, it's we all expecting mothers out there. Yeah, so I don't. I've got five have... children. Yeah, you know the dangers. Um, I know. But yeah, it was it, yeah. More. Each day yesterday, like I messaged you about doing like just catching up on Zoom, and I was too tired, mate. I genuinely felt like I'd done a full day at school, and I was like, it's quite time. grueling, I bet, isn't it? I can't remember it to be honest. Today, I, don't I think I, I did a better. weekend of it. I did a couple of hypnobirthing classes, but I've, I just read a book on hypnobirthing. It's well interesting. I really like it. Yeah, Lucy, that's her like career. My exit, my mother of my youngest three she she she's got she does it as a business now it's great yeah it's really i, I like the ideas in it birth kind i think it's called it's basically meditation in it for yeah. during birth I, I think it's a really good idea anyway let's not just talk about that we're introducing a podcast mate um yeah. we <laughs> oh, this isn't an, an actual episode i mean you're about to listen to an episode this is uh we caught up with dame baptiste last week a very funny man. Um, he's got his own podcast. Check it out. And um, yeah, it was nice. We had a we had a proper fun catch up about. We chatted weed. We chatted, chatted bear weed. Yeah, comedy. Um, so yeah, Lewisham. Yes. Uh, so enjoy. Um, we need to do quick patron. We should do a patron shout out for all the people that are in the in the in the big dog categories, mate. Isn't it? Thanks to everybody who signed up. It's still, you know, very surprising how um, many people have. It's very kind of you to help us out, give chuck a bit of money in the pot. Yeah, but also just you know, it's nice that you're supporting the podcast. We've been doing it for what eighteen months, and since now we've set this up. Is that how long it's been? Eighteen. I think we've been doing it for eighteen months. Yeah, and yeah, it was after it was September, wasn't it? Yeah, year before last. So it's nice that you know people have decided to sort us out for our for our hours upon hours of incredible comedy content i mean it's the best in the world <laughs> it's probably the best in the world um so let's give a shout out to some names you've got we've got we've got we a, list, get a netflix special just with the highlights <laughs> um let's go let's go for the um let's give our who's, who's this clementine lloyd should we do surnames or yeah, let's just do let's do full whatever name they've let's put do down. Full postcode addresses. Yeah, okay. So Clementine Clementine or Clementine? How would you say that? Clementine, I'd say. Okay. Isn't there a song Clementine? Oh my darling Clementine, oh my darling. actually. Clementine, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Clementine. Clementine is the um Christmas orange, isn't it, that you eat? That's a yeah, yeah, like it's a little yeah. satsuma. Maybe that's what they are. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think Jody... it's Clementine, the name. Okay. Clementine Lloyd. Jodie Faulkner. Jodie Faulkner. Uh, Ryan Hibbert. Uh, Emma. Emma. She's not put her surname. She's Dan. like Madonna. Yeah, mate. Dan. Dan. Um, Joe Hawks. Michael Scully. Simon. F- Is that Simon Freer or Simon Freer? Freer. Freer. That's a cool name. Liam Mintz. 
That's a great name. Satin in Liam. <laughs> Liam Mincing Mince around the streets. <laughs> Billy Bricknell. I think some of these have made their names up, man. That's a prison name. <laughs> That's his road name. <laughs> you come in with a black eye in the lunch or happened to you, Bricknell. mate? Billy Bricknell will sort him out. Get him on the blower. <laughs> I had a run in with Billy Bricknell in the shower. <laughs> oh, not, not big bricks. <laughs> Uh, James, James O, is that O, I can't see the full name. O'Donovan. O'Donovan. Yeah, mate. James uh, O'Donovan. Uh, Rajan Sharma. Rajan Sharma. Brett. Brett Kelly. Easy Kelly. Iqbal Patel. Tim. Tim. Ed Clues. Michael um, Leslie. And then Liam. So Liam's just gone, first names. Um, who else we got? Alison S. Small S. She's not even capitalised her surname letter. Alison S. <laughs> like a snake. Um, Ronan Quinn. Ronan Quinn. Easy Ron. Um, Ronan Quinn, whose uh, child is the voice of our two vegan idiots intro and ah. outro. Um, Sharon Miller. Derek Hill. Derek Hill, mate. That brings us to our... That's our list of... Uh, Heavyweight patrons. Easy, Derek. And super heavyweight patrons. Um, so, yeah, thanks to all those. And thanks to everyone else who uh, you know, is you know a patron and supporting us. Thank you very much, guys. We're going to put out, actually. So, um, patrons, if last week they got uh, extra some extra stuff. They got us doing some extra bits. They got the McCaffrey catch-up. Um, this week, they'll be getting uh, some stuff of just us. And also, I'm going to put up there the john hastings live vaults festival show from the vaults in waterloo before lockdown yeah mate i'd had a few beers i was a little when bit there was lively. Bear crowds yeah <laughs> back in the day mate you back just in the day have public gatherings so wow. there we go handshake there so that is handshaking that so night. that night was you know. pro- we probably spread it like hard <laughs> we probably helped it peak <laughs> We that, was, that, that was it. We, that was patient zero night of COVID. <laughs> Fucking times by 10 that hour. Anyway, so right. Um, thank you for tuning in. Uh, kick back and enjoy listening to Dame Baptiste. Two vegan idiots. Right, I hit record. We're currently waiting for uh, um, Dame Baptiste. Baptiste. Coming on board. I mean, on board, mate. Um, should we have a, a game of guess what you had for breakfast? Um, toast and jam. Toast and jam. Um, I don't know if he's a fry-up kind of guy. I don't know. I quite thought, healthy, you know. We've had talks about. I can't remember if there was a period he was vegetarian. Ah. Uh, but we'll find out. I mean, we've, we have definitely discussed veganism in the past in, in green rooms, um, but. We'll see uh, what his diet is. What did you have for breakfast? Um, hang on. Uh, oh, my breakfast today. I had, what did I have? Oh, Hannah made some really nice beans, like um, sort of Mexican beans. And then we had it with broccoli and toast. Broccoli for brekkie, that's good work. Yeah, man. I always, I like to have a greens with breakfast. It's good, man. Yeah, um, and then I did some weights, and then I had a 
I bought this like I bought protein powder, mate. I don't I don't normally do protein powder, but because I'm doing the exercise, I've got this bad boy. Yeah, I've got it's all this right, man. I mean, I'm not. I'm, it's not like really tasty or anything, is it? Oh my god, it's well nice. It's a chocolate one. Um, it's like I, looked it, on, yeah. I just basically looked on Amazon. Even though I'm trying, I don't want to buy too much from Amazon. But it's like a, it's like it's got it got like the most the best reviews on Amazon. It's like what quite, brand? It's like. It's got some weird name. It's like letters, like SX, X or something like. Not like USA, USG or something, no. No, I don't know. But basically, it's a massive tub, 30 quid, and it's like pretty, it's chocolate and it's well tasty. The thing is with flavoured ones, where I have like one or two a day sometimes, like even if it's nice chocolate at first. Yeah. If I have it so many times, it's like gets a bit sickly you know what okay. i mean i ain't gonna have more than one one i'm only gonna have one a day after one a day is good yeah you have a lot of beans and protein and stuff anyway don't you yeah i have shit loads. that's why i've never ever used like protein powders it's um, good for working out though straight afterwards exactly right hold up here we go i've got an email from dane hello mate and he's connected to audio check check one two check 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 Right, you're the first person who's had a handheld microphone since we've because uh, someone told me to get one if I'm going to do podcasts and stuff. I've got the whole that thing. Oh, shit, your pot, yeah. I've got one of them bad mans. They're yeah. um, they're someone told me they're just to stop the spit going on it. Is that right? No, it's a pop shield, it's the uh, it's, uh, yeah, that's what I thought. But I don't think we. I don't think we did. Yeah, I, I did not take the time to even learn the technical name for these things. They just, as you can see, they're still in the plastic. So, yeah. Okay, and then, okay. uh, that's a nice one. Nice bit of kit, as they say. Nice bit of kit. Lee Green Argus. I've got a classic little Samson Go mic. Little classy one. So, I mean, it's, so this works pretty well without me even having to hold it. So, I just want to check that you guys can still hear me. Uh, all good still. You've got a bit quieter, but it's, I think it's all it right. Was, it was clearer when it was uh, new. Yeah. I think you can turn your input volume up on Zoom. It gives you the option of upping your input volume. Then you can sit a bit further back from the mic. You guys all sound like fucking nerds. Nerds! I know, it's mad. Like, I've, I've, I've learned more in the last month about audio technology. COVID-19 and Zooms, mate. I'm like a PhD now. Yeah. After, this, after this all calms down, Julian's becoming a doctor and I'm becoming a... Sound and a doctor. massive wanker. <laughs> I, um, I'm trying to move more into like the psycho like demagogue on YouTube. That's what I'm trying to move towards. What? Exactly, man. Get some disciples. You've gone, re- you've gone really quiet. Oh. This is my hand actually. This is my is that better? Yes, way better. That's yeah. perfect, man. Yeah. I just think I just think it works. And I also and also it's a massive emotional crutch for me because I can't perform live comedy. No. So have, have you we've, we've been talking to like guests and each other about this. About like currently I'm still in the novelty stage of not missing comedy at all. And I'm I'm sort of embracing retirement. Uh some yeah. Canadians are really missing it. What's your where are you at on the spectrum of I'm, I I probably flip between it, but I'm actually yeah. I've uh this is this is like a weird kind of existential bucket list meme. I'm like, would I survive in prison? Yes. And I feel like I'm. I only get an hour a day to walk the yard and do my normal walk, yeah. exercising, and yeah, being locked up. And I think I might be all right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, my housemate hasn't tried to rape me, so that's good. <laughs> um. And nor it's I. Always, it's always good, isn't it, when they don't yeah, try. Yeah, they don't stuff. try to. Yeah, yeah. And, and he's to also move like, out of so many places, man. 
this is it. But that being said, you know, sometimes like I'd rather someone go in for the like, your butt is mine, rather yeah. than someone be like, hey, Dane, you can use my toothpaste and then like start slowly grooming me. Yeah, yeah, some yeah. slow fucking, yeah. Dane's like, should we have a shower together? It might be fun and stuff like that. You just yeah, stuff like, like that. And then next thing you know, I want to know what you're dealing with off the bat, in it, man <laughs> style. Okay, yeah, they're getting tagged by Instagram. I want an alpha to come at me hard. You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? Not like, I don't want well, this butt. I don't know yeah. little kiss. <laughs> exactly. I don't want no, there's someone just lightly running their hands around my nipple. Like, that stuff is yeah. weird. Just you know, <laughs> like a man. If you get exactly. taken, if you get taken on board day one by like the strongest guy in the prison you know and just become his little bitch you know at least you've got protection for the, your time in there That's yeah i mean you, you're some protected. of us have been to prison man and uh... <laughs> yeah it's not and it's not as clear-cut as that cold as <laughs> yeah. other yeah. i seduced a few geezers you know what i mean let a not few just, little what not just fucking and cuddling and and, and and shanking on your behalf you got to do stuff too there's a there's a couple that got away you know what i mean you've always got them <laughs> You've always got them when you're going to sleep at night. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the one that got away. I see him on road, you know what I mean? When you're, when you're back out, once the lockdown's over. Oh, man. It's been, but yeah, I've been, I've been all right with it, really. It's just, um, it's all very, it's very easy to kind of rationalise the whole thing. Because it's not like, oh, I can't perform because of some weird industrial reason. It's like we're dealing with a global biological crisis. So it's kind of like, yeah. had this been any other type of thing, I, I still wouldn't be like, but... Like, if it was, for example, like, nuclear tension risen and we were taken safe in bunkers, I would be like, but what about my new material nights? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. yeah. I yeah it's also, that. everyone's in it. And, like, the comics are, like, the least yeah. of the problem, aren't they? Like, there's Very nurses much. on 22 yeah. grand doing 14-hour shifts and stuff. And, yeah. you know, I mean, I asked them to go to shop for me the other day. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And then they Just had to get a few bits, you know what I mean? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> and they look under normal circumstances we all know our jobs are more important than any doctor or surgeon's job <laughs> exactly we, we make them laugh yeah <laughs> you know most of the time nine or ten times out of, out of the year we are the most important people when it comes to administering the best medicine yeah. laughter but exactly. now with this issue people can try the normal boring medicine yeah, that doesn't get you laid. So I might, I might go to ICU and try some new bits tonight. Actually. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Do sign language from the window. Is that got some new bits on the Rona? <laughs> <laughs> uh, people, yeah, it's um, I um, I feel like it's. I still think it's. Uh, am I, is it early to start calling it Rona yet? I don't know. If, I don't know if because you know, obviously, flu in itself is an abbreviation, right? Yeah. 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 At the time when it was influenza, we would have been like, it's an issue. Now we're like, well, there's still 5,000 or like, on a bad year, 30,000 people die in the UK of the flu. So it's, it's yeah, still yeah. a big, it's still an absolute killer. You don't really think of it as that. You just think, ah, oh, just a bit of man flu yeah, or whatever. Yeah. But people yeah. do die of it, don't they? Oh, definitely. I realize. A lot of people also, um, what's the thing? Like, a lot of people have dormant TB a lot oh, of the time. Really? Yeah, so people don't get rid of TB. That's why you've got to get like, the BCG and stuff at school. So, what happens is that it stays dormant in your lungs. And it's only if you get severe health issues, like if you were to get like AIDS or like homeless where you don't really have regular access, then it becomes an issue. And so I think it's very similar to Corona where, and flu, where it's like, wouldn't normally be that much of an issue if you, if you're, if you access, have access to running water and antibiotics and stuff and you're eating relatively healthy. But I think now this Corona is just showing a lot of people's underlying health issues and stuff Definitely. that they worry about. Like I know at one point it was like, the first couple of weeks people are, oh, black people can't get it. Whereas now it's like, if you have diabetes or any kind of issue with your hypertension, then it's even more of an issue. What was yeah, that? yeah. I didn't hear the, the, the 
theory that black people couldn't get it. Was it was one, one guy put it out there, didn't he, in America? Yeah, yeah. Um, there, was one, there was no incidents of anyone having it in like sub-Saharan Africa. Right. So none right. of the case, none of the initial cases were happening in on the continent. So everyone's like, this is what, and like the Caribbean as well. So nowhere where the diaspora is based was it was you having any outbreaks. Yeah. But then what happened is once people started traveling again, I think they had one instance of an Italian person in Namibia and then another one, somebody was in Jamaica. And obviously as people are flying, anyone that can fly or anyone that's involved in commerce or any kind of trading is going to be a potential carrier. Yeah. And being that it originated in China, anyone that has dealings with China in terms of trade, which is everyone. So it's just a matter of time, but it's now because of this a in America, because of the poor level of access that African Americans have to healthcare and obviously the cost of healthcare plus yeah, anything that involves like hypertension or any kind of diabetes and stuff is, is just made worse by this virus. Yeah. So I'm super lactose intolerant these days anyway. So that's what we were doing before you came on. We were, we were playing a game of guess what you had for breakfast while we were waiting for you. And, uh, <laughs> what's it, we were trying You've to gone a little bit quiet, Carl, just a little bit quiet. I've gone quiet. Yeah, a little bit. Just really checking. Um, I'm, trying, I'm actually Definitely. trying to work on a new volume of voice. What um what did you have for breakfast, Dane? I guess toast and jam. Uh, that was yesterday. Good guess though. Um, today because yesterday I think I, I was, I basically it was four twenty yesterday, and I think in my excitement for four twenty, I ground up some seeds and stems into my spliff, and uh, that. Well, four twenty was like the weed day, but why was it like why it was the day it got legalized somewhere? I, I mean, I just need to smoke a spliff, me, personally. This is the one time where I've done no research on, on, on my green history. So. so it's just basically like National Weed Day or something, maybe? Yeah, pretty much National Weed Day. I'm not sure if it's done, done any kind of decriminalisation. Although, normally people celebrate about all going up to Hyde Park and stuff. And then I have a smoke. And I just uh, think I crushed up some like stems and seeds in it by accident. And that is very bad. So... My face was just basically watering. My whole sinus cavity was just like, <coughs> and I was like, "What weed have you got then? Like Thai weed or like Sensamelia or something?" Then it's a, a hybrid because uh, I'm a dick and I feel like I can afford it now. But I um, have at the moment I have Candyland and Skittles Haze. What is the um, uh, current delivery process in as we are self-isolating? Um, it's still a contactless delivery. Um, yeah, my uh, preferred supplier is uh, very meticulous in how he vacuum packs and presents uh, groceries when he delivers them to my door. So, um, yeah, it's all a very sanitized and relatively hygienic process. Um, I just, it's uh, easier, isn't it? Because you haven't got to have a chat in that. Just like leave it on the doorstep, I'll ping you the money, done, isn't it? There you go. Let's get it out of the way. And I, was, you know, I, I used to have a conversation on text. And I have a good relationship with most of my preferred suppliers. But yeah, I don't like waiting too long. It gets a bit too, like, if you're waiting too long for drugs, then you, you kind of feel like you've transcended class C and are now showing class A patients. You start and, scratching and shit. Yeah, and being outside with someone's house, they'd be like... Pacing oh, around, just snapping at people. Yeah, yeah and the longer you're there, it's like, this is going to be much harder for if my if anything happens to me for my family to come up with an alibi. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like, for example, if you get if you die masturbating, like, your family can cover it up. If you die autoerotically and fixating yourself while masturbating, it's a little bit harder to do. If you... I put money on that being how Julian goes out. <laughs> <laughs> like Michael Hutchinson yeah like, sweepstake mate listen he was a martyr Michael Hutchinson because at least when it happened to him we all knew what it was yeah because a lot of people were like why are ninjas killing our heroes but now because the same thing happened with David Carradine and people were like why are ninjas killing all of our heroes and now we know why 
Um, there's a brilliant documentary about Michael Hutchins called Mystify. It was on BBC Two recently. I saw I saw it in the cinema. I love Michael Hutchins, that proper man. He's pretty cool. And um, it's really sad, made me cry. But a yeah. side point, I looked up 420. It comes from 1971. It was just invented by five high school students in San Rafael, California. They used it. It was a name of a little search they had to try and find an abandoned cannabis crop. And it just became like folklore that they went off on this hunt for a sort of abandoned crop. And now that's where yeah. the name comes from it. Like a weed-based fellowship of the fellowship of the ring. Yeah. And we celebrate it to this day despite being too high to remember what happened that day or who was involved or the names of the people involved or where the hell St. Raphael is in California, we still celebrate to this day. And today is uh, the day after Weed Christmas, which is Hot Boxing Day. Is that what it is? Perfect. Yeah. I saw a video on uh, Instagram or something and it was a room full of people and they had a like... A oh, yeah. Machine. It's amazing, yeah. Really With a blowtorch, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The whole room, like, it wasn't even a hot box. It was like... You like, get in the room. It was just the full, the whole room was full of smoke. I want to be there. I've seen it. I want to be there. I would have vomited, mate. Just like, once. But just once. Just once. Just, just once. Had, I'll be having a whitey in the corner. <laughs> exactly. Like, like when you're 12 again. Because <laughs> <laughs> I used to smoke weed like in my teens, from like young in my teens, right through. By the time I was 18, 19, I'd had my fill and moved on to other things. I got back into it though as an adult for about five. Last time I, one of the last times I was with you in Liverpool, Dane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that guy came up to us afterwards and offered us some. I was like, that was one of the last times I did it. It just gets too much, man. I can't do it a little bit. I'm just every morning I'm on it or nothing. You know what I mean? All or nothing with the Julian. I, I'm. I kind of. I'm. I, I, I use it in moderation. I think it's just I like it as an alternative to drinking. Yeah. I like when I first started doing comedy and stuff, where you're initially paid in alcohol. And it, or you'd like, I'd come in from the beginning and be like, oh, I just have a nightcap. And I was like, you are kind of a high-functioning alcoholic at this point. So I was like, weed is an alternative, no hangover, no long-term detrimental effects on my body, like not putting on weight and stuff. Definitely better than drink, I think, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it's a nice way to, I just, nice way to unwind. I think it's a good way of staying out of trouble as well. If yeah. I'm lonely on the road, that stops me like going on social media. And uh, yeah, live, just have a, have a zoo and then just chill, watch TV and... Uh, and also, yeah, I just just keep your, start your brain from racing again. I think, yeah, it's uh, where we discuss a lot more. Oh, so much spend a lot of time by ourselves, and if you have enough time to have yeah. arguments yeah. in your own head, you will start being right, and uh, yeah, you don't know what will come out. So, <laughs> maybe it helps. It helps me chill, but I know a lot of people like to talk about weed, like causing uh, schizophrenia, and maybe I think it can bring it out if you're that way inclined maybe That's what I think as well yeah I think more of it if you if you are more inclined to be repressing some part of your personality or something then smoking it kind of brings it out um which might just be a weed-based theory I have about schizophrenia anyway but yeah. I just think when people do experience stuff like paranoid delusions it's more about the fact that they are repressing something yeah but their subconscious still just lucky when you're having a dream your subconscious will make something appear and, yeah. like, and, and weed taps into that area, doesn't yeah. it? I guess depending on what, yeah, because it's your it's a creative aspect of your head and stuff. You got PTSD or anything like that? I bet. Yeah, it'll make it, yeah, because it makes you dwell kind of thing. So it's like if I talk about a memory of my friends, for example, I talk about it so much. I talk in much more vivid fashion if I'm high, for example. So it might be like something that's a funny anecdote, but it becomes a lot more vivid and more visual. And like I said, I guess, but there's the good and bad side to that as well. Where if you may dwell on maybe a negative uh, trauma then it becomes a lot bigger in your head because you just, just the way you are, I guess. So, so yeah. everything in moderation, man. But for me, it's like, that's my uh, choison of poison. Uh, poison of choice? Yeah, that's a spoonerism. So my, ever, I'd rather do that. I'd rather do that than um, 
yeah, I never really get super drunk and stuff or like I've ever been like blackout drunk or legless right. and stuff. So it's never really been my thing. And yeah. I, I was reading a, a, a philosophy book the other day and I was reading a bit about Blaise Pascal, who was a 17th century French philosopher. And he's got a famous quote which says, uh, every one of humanity's problems arises from man's inability to sit quietly alone in a room. Absolutely. And it just, I read it and I was Especially like... Especially with the internet it. nowadays yeah. as well. That was before the internet, I think. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think they had dial-up, didn't they, around that time? Yeah. <laughs> ISDN. I, um, no, I think that's, that is absolutely true. I think... Uh, Interesting, yeah, because because you say about the internet, that's pro- it's probably made it even worse because probably. yeah, the social media is basically works like, like, like to be a dickhead, you had to leave your house to be a dickhead. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and also it meant you had to deal with the consequences of being a dickhead. Yeah. yeah. So and, and, and you just and do also, a tweet from some unknown area in the world and exactly, and also and also like because people saw who you were, then we could all work out what the standpoint is for you to say what you said. So yeah. if someone, so for example, if you're having a conversation and someone's like, ah, oh, you're talking shit, mate, and you're on a bus, you'll be like... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone just to butt in. Yeah, exactly. Like, if a girl's like, how you like the mini dress? You look fat in it! Yeah, yeah, yeah. But whereas there's some weird thing we've created where the aesthetic of social media, we give it all this credibility, like it matters and stuff, and so we've now given way to this whole new philosophy of people being like, I'm entitled to my opinion. Which yeah. normally comes from people who were in school and they'd be like, I think, and the teacher would go, shut the fuck up, dummy. Yeah. You don't yeah, talk yeah, in yeah. this class. That's why you're in set five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Not that I'm that big in academics, but most of the stuff that you find from trolls and social media, the more negative part of it, when I was growing up, that's the kind of thing you would see on a school desk. Yeah. Like, an exam and your like, mind would wonder and they'd be like, oh, there's a SWAT sticker there. And you think, mm, probably not Nazis in my school, but somebody's just trying to be a prick for the sake of being a prick. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And I still be like, as much as this person's a prick, I still hate my maths teacher more. So yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so uh, they work yeah, quite hard to carve in as well sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like you know that person that's carving that in. It's like because you see all the spending mistakes. And you're like, if you spend that much time on doing this, yeah, you did not pass this test. Yeah, so yeah. I understand exactly. That. Yeah. yeah. Or, or maybe they'd finish so quickly and like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the is, boffins secret yeah. Nazis. <laughs> well, I mean, it could be them as well. I mean, they. I mean, boffins also have their own echo chambers. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, and I think that's the, I think that's another issue is that uh, being when you are contextualizing yourself digitally, it's very because like when you register on a website or you sign into a website, like you have all these drop downs that kind of allow you to work out what your online identity is. Yeah, yeah. And I think we've kind of migrated that mentality into real life, where when we talk about ourselves and we qualify ourselves, we're always like, "I'm of this race, I'm of this gender." These are the pronouns you choose to refer to me. So we stratify ourselves right away in terms of how we're going to be perceived by other people. So we're working on what separates us more rather yeah. than what comes together as people, which is what you think is how social media would work. But it's more like kind of, it kind of facilitates us being a lot more divided. Yeah. 100%, there's, a, there's a really good book called Selfie by Will Storr, which is, it sort of yeah. charts the modern era of like social media, but it, states, it sort of traces the modern age of narcissism back to like the 60s about yeah. basically the rise of not self-help but the rise of like this you can do anything you can be anything everyone deserves the right yeah, yeah. to be happy and that, that, that yeah. idea really caught on in the 60s of yeah. this, like, of, in the west in particular so like, mm-hmm. he talks about how if you actually chart that and how people have been parented since and like you know basically yeah. it, you create the perfect storm where nowadays everyone's just so obsessed with their their own happiness 
absolutely that actually they're part of a sort of ecosystem yeah yeah yeah, yeah, exactly you're you're a social species and also we also forget that like there is a binary aspect to like concepts like happiness so even though you may be tied to your own happiness you are not going to be able to observe it unless you know what pain is or what or sadness is yeah 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 that's the part they kind of leave out is that it's like you know we all have this propensity to achieve these positive states of being but you, for you to be joyful, you need to know what pain was so that you can appreciate the it's relief. Like for you to, it's like if everything was blue, you wouldn't know yeah. what blue is. Exactly, yeah, yeah, because it's, it's, it's a constant. So, the thing, so that's the thing, kind of thing with like, yeah, this kind of popularized uh, kind of self-help and self-referential uh, mentality that we have, which I guess exists. I can understand why it existed, though, because, you know, preceding decades, you'd have had shitloads of political unrest, people that were trying to assert their civil rights and their equality. So you kind of understand why they were like, you know, you're entitled to be happy because if you were, you know, a gay person, Jewish, you know, a black person in the 60s in the West, then your life would have been very easy. So you understand why that narrative exists. Because yeah, now, yeah. where before people would have felt they were like sexually or racially predisposed to have a certain status in society, not everyone's going to be happy with that. If you're like, well, because I'm a woman, I'm born inferior. So that that would have left that vacuum for people to be like, no, you're entitled to be happy too and you should have that. And then yeah. by that token, then you see the growth of like progressive ideas like, you know, uh, kind of self-determination and, and feminism. But it's all, I think when it gets into the hands of like, uh, you know, corporations and if you can monetize it and start selling yeah, stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then, also people not be, if you need to, people need to remember that you, they, you ain't going to get everything you want in life, innit? That's yeah, just, yeah. It's so like, we're tri- everything is sold now is like you can have whatever you want and it's just well yes it's, 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 it's generation you yeah and that's that's the but i mean it's a very strong sell in that we, we refer to millennials as like generation x and generation y and stuff but i for me it's more generation you because like i say it's all about you if you want you are now able to have an opinion so people that have an opinion whether or not that opinion is from an educated um position that like you can just say what you want on the internet for example so it's true democracy yeah. but i'd argue not that it's a bad thing but when you see democracy and how it plays out, yeah, you understand why aristocracy exists. So, in that people would be like, if you, if you, the things you see on the internet, for example, if the people like when you see like, for example, like right wing trolls and stuff of the extreme, if you're you're like, if these people are really allowed to vote, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we are in trouble, right? Like if someone's like, oh, we should be raping Diana, but you're like, that person probably should not be allowed to vote, and. I believe at some point, maybe in those, the same time, the 60s, when people were like, were allowed to have their own happiness and stuff, that there's some more people got together and were like, not everyone should be able to speak. Yeah, 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 yeah. But some people are fucking nuts. But it's also yeah. like that thing of, this is what I was it's having just who decides who can and can't. Yeah, that's the that's problem, the problem isn't it? That's the, who that's decides the problem, yeah. what hate speech is. You yeah. Know? I mean, that's the problem, I guess. Yeah. yeah. And, and I think I was and our old frameworks are like, well, it's because religion tells us not to do this or, you know, social convention tells us not to do this. And then as time goes on, it's like, yeah, but everyone's like, but what about me? And I want to be happy as well. And I mean, it's, yeah, just, you think about a lot of crazy things that happen in humans. Like, for example, the fact that for a long time we have uh, treasured or cherished people that work in the financial sector over key workers in the healthcare sector for many years. And now it's taken something like this for us to realize that nurses and doctors are more important than bankers and sanitation and, you know, availability of food and the people that make that happen are much more valuable to our society. Yeah, but no, that... everyone's realised it, but nothing's, like, it's not like, they're going to have forgotten that in two, two weeks at the moment after yeah. the lockdown shut down, isn't it? Like, Hopefully not, though. It might help it to a percentage. I guess it depends how long it goes on for, I think. I think, it, and it depends on the change. I, 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 I'm, like, calm, somewhat, 
I want to be optimistic, but I am somewhat cynical. But, you know, it's like Patrice O'Neill, the comedian, he said, in one of, I was listening to the audio bit, and he was like, the thing is, the reason why we allowed this to continue, it's basically on the American dream, is that we all watch, like, even if you are a part of the, the trickle-down demographic from the 1%, we, we allow that these injustices continue because in our heads, somewhere in the back of our heads, all this suggestion about having everything you want, some part of us tells us, yeah, but it could be us too. Yeah. So we're like, you know, we shouldn't mistreat the poor and, you know, we should tax the rich, but there's part of everyone who's kind of like, oh, lottery ticket this Saturday. What if I get rich? Isn't it? Everyone wants to go tax. Yeah. So you get rich. Like, oh, I can avoid all this shit. Yeah. And you're not like them anymore. It's like, it's like you know, you, you become part of the system. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a fucking hard. It's, it's like, for example, it's very hard for us to expect like government bodies to investigate financial corruption if like everybody else, their job is, is incentivized by money. Yeah, cool. So if my tax bill as a, as a plutocrat is like a million and I don't want to pay it and someone's being paid 40 grand a year to investigate, I'd rather say, I just give you 50 grand for this to go away. Yeah. I still keep 950 grand. So, you know, it's, it's money. That's of his tax return. <laughs> <laughs> I just put mine in a bin outside, open someone up. <laughs> open a good citizen on the way out, working in a hospital or something. Those, those signs that people write in paper, they just go with it like an old Hoover. Take! <laughs> just send it to the Samaritans. <laughs> Let them work it out. Uh, I'm not good with numbers, man. You see Richard Branson is asking for another payout. Yeah. I know, that's crazy, isn't it? He don't it give a fuck what people think of it, man. That's like... He doesn't, that's... Like, you know what I mean? He's, he's at the point of wealth where he literally, like, has... He doesn't... He can act like such a twat and people will go on online, but he don't give a shit, mate. He's yeah, it's like, Philip, it's like Philip Green... Him and Philip Green does that and people in the papers are like, these guys are terrible. These guys, amongst themselves, he's probably like, you guys carry on, I'm going to buy this paper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like he's the thing of like, unless people sail over to his island and murder him, he ain't gonna take any notice. And exactly, and if you murder him, and even if and even if you do want to murder him, Carl, but even if you do want to murder him and you get to Ireland, now you're in the throne room and he's like, like, how much they paying you? Two million. I double. I double it and then you suck my dick as well. How about you suck my dick for four million and four million frequent flyer miles, Carl Donnelly? And you're like, oh, next Australia trip. That would be quite cushy. I know. Although you're talking about shutting down uh, Virgin Atlantic, so it might have to... But I take the money and then fly Qantas, innit? There you go. Yeah. See? Better anyway, innit? Yeah, it's, a, it's a better airline. Per, per Much person. better. Much better. Yeah, it's um, it's interesting. I just, I genuinely, my my cynicism is that everyone's like, oh, we've learned so much from this, and everything will reopen, and in two weeks' time, you walk down Oxford Street, and everyone's just in Topshop again, and all that shit, man. It's just gonna. Yeah, I could, no, I mean, I do, I do think there might be some benefits. I don't know what until they happen, but stuff like this, like even when nine eleven happened, they rebuilt the city better than it was before. You know what I mean? So yeah. We'll see, man. That's yeah, and it gave a lot of... Silver lining. Yeah. <laughs> no, in a way, it was good. What <laughs> happened? you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> it made us all a lot more yeah. aware of ninjas. So hopefully that'll happen again. This is not really... After World War Two, you've got to say the train system ran a lot better, isn't it? <laughs> it's incredible getting in and out of Berlin. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> you know what? I, re- I watched the documentary no, once. Berlin to Krakow was straight through. <laughs> express. Listen, that's all well and good. Do you know what? I um, I watched this documentary called EDL Wives. Was it EDL Wives? 
years ago. Oh, BNP wives. That was the one, yeah. And they were talking yeah, about like, I saw a bit stuff. of it. They're talking about like the Holocaust and stuff, and one was like, Yeah, but you know, all our advances in like plastic surgery. That oh, couldn't have happened oh. without concentration camps. I'm like, Fuck yeah, no. <laughs> so you need to mad be- scientists operating on like little people and twins and horrific right? shit, man. I'm just gonna say, look. I don't think we need to, to kill over six million Jews and exactly. other people for big no. tits, especially because a lot of Jewish women are very attractive and have big tits already. So, and that's the bottom line to all of that. That is the bottom line. That Jewish women are very sexy with nice boobies, and that's. Uh, I'm gonna go on the record and say that you know, because you know me, guys. I say it like it is. <laughs> we just snip it. We'll put out a line to. Uh, <laughs> Just that looped. Listen, and I, I'm gonna, exactly, and I'll do a Jeremy Corbyn. that as our intro song to the podcast from now on. Jewish girls got big titties. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the podcast, guys. Um. It's not a generalization, it's a generalization, but I'm sure it's true in many cases. And uh, I invite anybody who listens to the podcast to... Uh, prove us wrong. Yes, yeah, Send proof. in the pics. And prove us wrong. Debate <laughs> me. Yeah, and also, like, send it, send it on a... Don't say it on a Friday, though, because, you know, it's a Sabbath. On Saturday, though. Saturday's good. Saturday's good. Um, Saturday morning trade. Let's have some respect. (laughs) (laughs) Have you you guys noticed any personal changes to yourself? Like, I've lost a lot of, not loads of weight, but I've lost weight. So I'm not really ordering takeaways and stuff. Uh, yeah, I think I think apart from the people dying and getting COVID, the other people are probably a lot healthier, aren't they? (laughs) <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Got to crack some eggs to make an omelette. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and also depress depression and grief is a great way of losing weight. Yeah, it's so. a lot of people seem to be like, yeah, I think a lot of people are probably cooking more home. You know, like a lot of people seems everyone I know has got a fucking sourdough starter for some reason. Like you know, everyone's. Just, I think people. I think there's positives most people take away from it. I sort yeah. of actually. Apart from not going out and gigging in the evening, my day-to-day life is exactly the same as it was. Before. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I'm pretty much the same as well. Yeah, I, I feel like our lives, once we return to normalcy, won't change that much. But I think the open mic chef circuit is going to go fucking mental. <laughs> of people being like, I've been making cheese toasties in my house for the last six weeks. The Bake Off. The Bake Off. I mean, yeah, ba- bake Off is going to be mental year. now. Yeah. About 40 million applicants. Bake, it's gonna be Bake Off and Love Island, maybe probably more than Love Island. Bake Off probably take over Love Island because in Love Island you got to like sh- share spit and stuff and mucus, and like come. Whereas there's relatively little come in home cooking. Well, not if you do it correctly. Well, that's what I'm like saying. Relatively little, but if you're doing your job properly, yeah. Who knows? Not in a good vegan meal. <laughs> that's right. Who knows where that yeast is from, Julian? Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? So, yeah. About yeah. My day has not really changed. I think if you're creative, we spend a lot of time almost having to create our own routines anyway. This so. is like my ideal. I, I love it to be. I mean, I get, I'm getting a little bit cabin fevery here and there, but then I'll just try and like switch myself out of it, go for a jog or, you know what I mean? It's, um, it's nice, man. I've been exercising, eating healthy. It's all right, man. I vape yeah. like mad, but that's all right, isn't it? That's all right. I went down to Lewisham actually the other day. It seemed quite busy, man. It was busy. Yeah, they don't. Yeah, yeah they're, they're pretty busy. People you know, opposite are, opposite McDonald's, that little DIY shop still open. Really? Yeah, and I, I, put, about, yeah, I put my little check. hacksaw in there, and um, <laughs> and I had to cut a deal of my um, pull up bar so it fit. Oh, yeah, yeah. But it was just busy bus stops. People just walk, like just hanging out. Yeah, yeah. they can't stop us in the Lucian. I think I was actually by there today, and it's still very busy. I think a lot of people have 
especially people working menial jobs and stuff, I think a lot of people are like, can't really afford to take the time off. Um, and a lot of people, that's where they, they, you know, not a lot of people go to supermarket stuff for shopping. So they're doing the same. I'm seeing, still seeing social distancing, yeah. but yeah, it's still, yeah. but it's still pretty busy. And I think they've, they've had to shut down parts of the center and stuff recently as well, because I think people just weren't staying in their homes. The center's closed, is it? The actual Lewisham center? Some parts of it are closed. Some places are still open. So because W. Smith doubles as the post office, for example, okay. that's, uh, that's open. Pound shop was open. Boots is open. And the little Sainsbury's in there is probably open, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, the same as yeah, the same is open as well. So that that but everything else seems to be closed, like closing the stores at all the retail and stuff. But oh, in Holland and Barrett is still open, yeah. Holland and Barrett, I went to Holland and Barrett in Harlesden yesterday. I was surprised that was open. I think, only I let think, like three people in at a time, I think. You're allowed two at a time in Harlesden, mine. Okay. I mean, you're always allowed two at a time in most of the places I used to go when really? I was a child. Same here, yeah, like two school children at any one time, wasn't it? Like in the newsagents. I genuinely think that my friends invented that. We are the reason why <laughs> that exists as a matter of policy amongst newsagents because I remember on a Friday in, I think I was like year 11, like my friends, they used to go. Like I've never seen, like I know people shoplifting stuff, but when someone grabs so many packets of sweets that they can't close their own hand, like I've never seen that before. They just walk I've, out. Yeah, I've never seen people do that. And then it, they'll, and they just got so conspicuous and so brazen that in the end, one guy like got caught trying to steal a potted plant from a news agent. Because <laughs> you're just being sloppy by then. And then when they were like, we got you on camera trying to steal a potted plant, tried to steal the, um, the VCR player. That's one so of the he ended- I've got guilt about my childhood. Like, I genuinely feel guilty about the amount of shoplifting I did. Like, I look back and think they were. I never used to nick off the big shops. I always nick from like like, gro- like little news agents and stuff. And now I feel like I think, like, that is I, think they're, I think they're probably they're probably insured. To be fair, as long as you didn't steal it violently, no, you should no, be okay. No. Yeah, then it's fine. It's a victimless crime. It's like that stuff's already covered. They probably lose more money in terms of storage or like something um, going off, like perishables. So even though. I, Fruit pastels probably don't go off, Carl. Yeah, exactly. but I, I'm just letting you know you've probably done more than enough to make amends for uh, for you know the things you've done. Whereas Julian, the blood has never come off of your hands. <laughs> like, never I know bring the people back, are they? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Not> really. <laughs> Is, people, are, people, are, look, they had to go. Okay. You had your justification. Yeah, so my way of my Walker's crisps. You got to go down. Do you know what I mean? There you go. At the end of the day, people know the life. They know where you're from. They know what you're about. So they still want to tussle. Don't hate the don't hate the player, innit? <laughs> yeah, don't hate the player. And if it's too hot, get the get the fuck out the kitchen. Get the fuck Which out is, the news agents. Yeah, that that would be the new slogan for the Bake Off as well. Get the motherfucker out the motherfucking kitchen. <laughs> it's Bake Off. Uh, who's doing it? Who's, who's doing Bake Off? It's changed, isn't it? No, didn't Noel Fielding leave or something? Or somebody else? Oh, Noel's left too. I know. Who's the other one who left? Who was it with? I, I, I believe it was it. Sandy Toxwit. No, I think one of them. Le- one of them may have left. Maybe Sandy may have left. Right. Um, I'm. I don't really keep that that well with Bake Off. I've never watched. Yeah. I'm not. I'm just. Uh, I really feel like, and it just might be just me just being, uh, you know, somewhat bitter as a as a creative. But I'm like. Do, do do we need, still need to be reminded? Is there an excitement or a peril that we need to add to baking? I feel like it's uh, it's not really that tough. Yes, we, yeah. I don't know how that became such a popular like TV pastime. Do you know what I mean? Most things make sense. Yeah. Watching people bake, I don't know how that baking had a real like the last decade. It's had a real sort of well, a lot. Well, you know, I've noticed. I feel like it's a lot of uh, what would be regarded as more, I guess, typical. 
domestic activities yeah, yeah, have yeah. kind of been reinvented. So it's like when women are like, I've taken up knitting, you know, but as a feminist, I'm like, okay, well, I mean, women were knitting before. So, yeah. but I just, but you people like, knitting, man. Yeah, you invent, people are like, I'm starting baking again. It's like, like women used to bake all the time. It's not really a big deal, but I guess, I guess because there was such an emphasis on state moving away from these, what was seen as like very domestic or, you know, things for the women. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I guess I, because they, a lot of times in some parts they are therapeutic and they're recreational, and you know now now they're not an obligation. I guess they become recreational. So they become like I think blokes have started doing them as well and enjoying it. So we've oh, blokes of, were always doing it. They were just you know yeah, keeping it quiet, keeping, yeah, keeping the oven doors shut. But yeah, I've, bake, I've been baking. Now it's done yeah. properly. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Now we, can eat, now we no can mean. eat these fucking cakes. Do you know what I mean? Because <laughs> yeah. the tra- trades are too heavy for a bird. Do you know what I mean? It's lovely, Trace. Lovely. <laughs> now it's, oh, it's actually got some fucking flavours. That's a fucking muffin if I ever saw one. <laughs> I'd, wa- I'd watch a men's only, I'd watch a men's only, like, um, Bake Off. I've never yeah. baked in my life, to be fair. I've done, like, little cupcakes with my daughters before, but you buy them in the packet and the mix and everything's done. Not baking, not, It's not cooking, <laughs> is it? That's a baking. That's like, right, that's like saying you went, you rode on a marathon on a fucking spin cycle, Julian. Exactly. Got to do it properly. I, I was thinking, given that it's 420, like, I should have done, like, a master spliff. I always feel like that is a show that would definitely work. A cooking show with a big old joint, putting it in. Yeah. That's- that's it. Like, what different joints and stuff? Like, who's using old school? Who mixes theirs? Who who rolls theirs up with a blunt? Who uses Rizzo? Anyway, man, there's a big market for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I should do it. Have contestants on as well, right? Definitely. Yeah. Who does that in America? That podcast, Doug something. Uh, it's not stand up. Get, getting dug with stoned. He's mixing the words up. Getting uh, dug with stoned. Okay. And then loads of snoops been on there, and they just get baked. Um, I like that. The time we're running out. We've only got. It's got to be a forty-minute. Two, two, oh. two minutes forty-five two seconds to conclude today's uh, meeting. <laughs> um, it's been a good meeting. First of all, thank you everybody for all get receiving the memo about wearing the exact same clothes for the pod. Yeah, that was great. No, this is. I mean, this yeah, is. This is I had to go out and buy this specially uniform. This is like when you become a stand-up and you're a bloke. They just give you a black t-shirt and black. They t-shirt. do, yeah, yeah, out there. And uh, this is. It's not even my tall black t-shirt. This is my home black t-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it was all good, man. But you guys, you guys holding it down together has been fine, like routine and stuff. And loving it. Mate. I'm loving it to be honest. I, I yeah. don't want it to end, but like I want the virus to go. But I just want us to keep on lockdown. It's nice. <laughs> yeah, no lockdown's nice. Yeah, I, I think yeah. We're, we're, I, I guess when you're doing weekends and stuff, it's common. You used to being by yourself for like extended periods anyway. Yeah, stuff, I'm so. driving to fucking Sheffield and back on a weekend, and like I'm yeah, fun. exactly. Love Sheffield, love the gigs. <coughs> I love the love rest. The steel. Love the steel. Love it. <laughs> love to fucking steal and break the law, you know what I mean? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but yeah, no, I've, it's been it's been okay, man. Like I said, I think it's it's just been very it's been very easy to rationalize this inexperience because yeah. a lot of people are dealing with so much worse. So it's been exactly. cool, man. But yeah, it's nice to catch up with everybody and yeah, see man. how everyone's doing. Yeah. And, Good to uh, see you, man. We've got less than a minute. Thanks for doing it, Dane. And um, well, we'll do. We'll do my podcast as well because we have a little bit longer, and then we'll catch up then, fellas. Yeah, hundred percent. Let us know, man. Sweet, sweet. Right, I'll come back to you guys on a date. All right, man. Cool, man. Have Take a good it day, easy. fellas. See you. Stay safe. You too. All right, guys. Have a good one. Bye. Later, man. Bye.